What's up, Whisper Nation? It is Friday the 13th. Hope you're not suspicious. <laughs> but it, but if you are, we got some deep running back sleepers that you are going to want to consider drafting in your draft this year as late round dart throws that could potentially be league winners. I'm talking league winners, Travis, as these deep round sleepers at the running back position, something we all like to do. We're also going to be talking about the latest news and notes, all that and more right here on the Fantasy Whisperer. So make sure you hit that like and subscribe on the way in and hit that bell notification so you get notified whenever we drop new content, which is going to be basically daily, Travis, once we head into this regular season and, and ramp up our content. So make sure you're hitting that subscribe and hitting that like. We're just shy of 1,700 subscribers. That's good. Whisper Nation. So let's get it. That's right. Like Johnny said, we'll be talking five deep sleeper running backs you should consider drafting. He did say Friday the 13th, which also means they could be considered maybe like mummies rising from the dead. That's what we'd like to think about in a little preview for the October uh, uh, month that's rolling around here soon. But we're in August, so that means that if you like fresh fantasy football content, as Johnny said, consider subscribing to the YouTube channel and giving this and our other videos a like on your way in. That being said, welcome in Whisper Nation. My name is Big Travi. You can find me on Twitter at Big Travi TFW. I am joined by Johnny Game Time Hicks, who you can find on Twitter at Johnny underscore Game Time. Johnny, what is going on, my brother? What's up, buddy? Friday the 13th episode here, and we are we're basically a month out, dude. A little yeah. less than a month out from you had to one. uh yeah, I mean, dude, we're we're getting there. Hard knocks is on, which that's always a you always know we're in the football season when hard knocks is on. We also had this situation uh, with the Hall of Fame game. I watched some preseason last night at the bar when I was working. It's it's it, we're here, man. It's upon us. Um, yeah. Just want to say thank you to Johnny holding down the fort uh, without me last week. You did it, man. Yeah, you, you you know I'm proud of you. Uh, I didn't think this day would come when you'd be able to do this, but you you finally did it, man. Uh, whisper nation stuck with me they bared yeah. through uh just me being talking solo uh for 30 minutes which you know is hard enough for me to listen to by no, myself man. it's and the it's worst my voice. for so, me to yeah. listen to so it's great to have you back man i'm glad uh you know you didn't permanently get stuck in vegas and denver uh for now i know denver could be I have the fear and loathing yeah. shirt kind of going on. So I did. I was definitely impacted by Vegas, but it was good to be out there and see what was going on. I just want to say what's up to everybody in here. We've got Brady, Marzella. We've got ML uh, saying football is back. We got Eric Zubert saying, hey, boys, greetings from your friendly neighbor up the north the Canada. So easy daddy in here. We love it. Thank you all. Remember, if you could just hit that like, hit that subscribe and let us know uh, what what you're excited about for football coming around the corner. Uh, just as a reminder to our listeners, the Fantasy Whispers draft kit is officially here and it's going to be better than ever this year, or it is better than ever. It's already here. Our draft kit is fully loaded with premium player projections and rankings, consistency charts with over three years worth of data and cheat sheet strength of schedule charts and so much more. That TFW draft kit is available for an industry low $15. So head on over to the fantasy to get your kit today. I will also drop that link right in the chat for you. But before we get into the show, Johnny, we talked about it. I mean, deep sleepers. You did some deep sleepers at wide at the wide receiver position, right, when I was out. Mm -hmm. yep. And now we're going to flip gears and, and go with the uh, running back position. But before we get into that, and I'm excited because, man, was there some noise made last night. Um, mm -hmm. 
but uh and and eric teasing us here he says uh hey boys uh, or i'm sorry he says after last night's game is stevenson still a sleeper anymore uh well we're gonna get into that for sure but before we do we got some news from around the league and so johnny you know the drill i'm gonna rattle off some of these news and notes and then you're gonna tell whisper nation kind of the big ones you know the headlines that you think have the most impact for fantasy football purposes we'll start with our boy carson wentz uh, trending to opening the season as the starter with all pro uh, guard Quentin Nelson on the same path after these foot surgeries. So, he, you know, uh, a skeptical timeline, Johnny, that went from five to 12 weeks is now talking about maybe on the shorter end and both of the guys with the same injury, same foot specialist. I mean, this doctor's just got to be making some money right now with all this publicity. He's he's the magic man. He's just put I'm gonna, their foot back together. Yeah, I'm going to send you over there, Travis. I'm going to send you to go see him, uh, you know, to get that whatever special surgery in order because it seems to be it seems to be a quick one yeah and i don't need good. no foot surgery my feet are good dude i got the strong feet dude you're <laughs> i'm fine uh bills and josh allen have reached an agreement on a six-year 258 million dollar extension locking him in through 2028 150 million dollars guaranteed johnny wow yeah we're working on our own contract right now Uh, i'm trying to get johnny to get me 150 million guaranteed 150 million reasons why they're not going to want him rushing eight times and a hundred around the goal line reasons maybe to be investing a little bit more in zach moss we'll be talking about that and we have been talking about that this offseason um so just stay tuned on that ravens rookie wide receiver this one hurts your heart rashad bateman suffered a somewhat significant groin injury has a chance to be ready by week one ah uh, i just it's not a good sign this, not this, a good sign yeah the entire twitter uh twitter twitter sphere they yeah. they were freaking out they this is horrible this is horrible yeah this is not good uh deandre swift johnny this one's gonna hurt your heart too has missed significant practice time with a nursing a sore groin during training camp uh not good news if you're a swift truther like my boy johnny game time hicks here keep monitoring this uh we'll see how it goes but he was dealing with some tightness it's not quite as severe as Bateman's tight 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 tight, like a toyga yeah uh dj shark jr i don't know why they announced him as shark jr i've never because that's what all the cool people are doing these uh had a minor break on his hand and underwent surgery urban meyer says he will be back by week one so nothing to see here usually when a coach says that there might be something to see there uh johnny of those headlines we kind of went over what are we thinking about as the biggest impact here for fantasy football. Uh, I, I definitely think, you know, the, the Josh Allen signing the massive contract, that's a huge thing because of, you know, we've always been wondering about what happens when they do start, you know, giving him that big money and they want to protect that asset. Is he going to play the same? Is he going to, you know, put his, his body on the line with every single play uh, you know, as, from an analytics standpoint, we tend to be believe that there might be a little bit of a regression there. I'm not moving him, you know, significantly down my rankings because he's not going to, you know, I don't project him to get, you know, 10 touchdown rushing touchdowns. But it is something to be like, okay, well, that's that might be a reason why I'd rather go Kyler Murray over a Josh Allen is because of that. And, and it also might mean that I'm more likely to invest in a Zach Moss or Devin Singletary. Uh, with that, with Zach Moss dealing with an injury himself. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely, definitely where my head is at. You know, the, the Bateman news is, is disappointing. 
it's disappointing from a fact of like Lamar Jackson and him need to get on that same page. All the highlight plays that were coming were not from Lamar Jackson. They were from the backup quarterback. So that'll be something interesting to monitor too. He might be more of a waiver wire guy now as opposed to a guy you're going to draft. I honestly think the DeAndre Swift news is the is the most significant here, and that's only because we've already seen a situation where Jamal Williams was kind of driving DeAndre Swift's ADP down. If this could get even driven further down and Swift actually ends up okay with this groin, that's a situation where you could get a nice value on Swift as your third or uh, f- even fourth pick in the draft, and you can stack a roster that's mm-hmm. that's really good. So continue to monitor the Swift news, as Johnny said there. All right, well, you've heard it. Five deep sleeper RBs for 2021. Before we get into this, if you like the content, guys, please hit like and subscribe. Uh, big time, we're one away from 1,700 subscribers, and we need each and every one of you to continue this journey. So please hit that like button, hit that subscribe, turn those notifications on. And, Johnny, we're going to talk five deep sleeper running backs for 2021. And, man, you weren't kidding. When you said deep, we went way deep with the first one. Quadri Olison right now of the Atlanta Falcons not being drafted, guys. So that that is the only guy on our list, I believe, that is an undrafted. Oh, no, we have another one. Well, we, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how long. But yeah. either way, Quadri Olison, Johnny, talk to the people about the uh, backup running back for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, so this is a, a drumbeat that has been steadily increasing throughout this uh, whole entire offseason going back to May. And these are the types of things that you like to see, you like to follow, you like to follow the, the what the beat reporters and the coaching staff is saying. And there's been a quiet drumbeat for Quadri Olson. He came into those mini camps. He looked good. He looked impressive. He cut weight. He was, uh, you know, uh, coming into the league, he was about six. 6'1", 230, it was 237, Travis, and he slimmed down to about 225, which is really, really nice. You might not know who this guy is uh, because he really hasn't played too much. Last year, he only had one carry all season. You didn't really get to see him, but the prior season, what's interesting, Travis, he had four rushing touchdowns on only 22 carries. Uh, They used him as a bruiser down by the goal line. Uh, He is a very good zone blocking running back and that's the system that's going to be implemented by arthur smith which is very intriguing to me you look at what he did in college he went to university of pittsburgh pittsburgh is known for having solid running backs come out and actually pan out in the nfl and he did that at the age of 18 he broke out he had two seasons with over 1100 rushing yards uh in college this is the thing i like the most though you do talk about, you know, Mike Davis. We've mentioned it several times. I'll make Mike Davis was signed. They brought him over and what he did last year for Carolina. Could he do it again for Atlanta? Possibly. He's as of right now, the number one running back on that depth chart. But there's a couple of things to note. The the contract that David that Mike Davis signed was very minimal. And so it's not saying that they are it's not a commitment type of contract it's not a we brought you here solely to be our lead running back it's like amount of money of like hey prove it like we think that we saw what you were doing we noticed it and we'll pay you a little bit to come here and let's see if you can repeat it so that's one thing i do like the other thing that i like travis now a lot of people want to say hey atlanta doesn't have a solid running back or they don't have a running back like derrick henry and that's why everyone keeps pointing to they're not going to run as much However, what we do know is that Arthur Smith has come out and said he's going to use a rotation because he knows he doesn't have a Derrick Henry on this team. And so he wants to still run the ball quite a lot because that's what opens up his offense. Well, you look at 
Derrick Henry and what he has met, just his metrics, right? This is what I like the most about Quadri Allison and why I truly think he could be a guy that really breaks out and ends up being a, a pretty solid RB2 for you. Derrick Henry, 6'3", 247. He ran a 45440, a 103.6 speed score, and he benched 22 reps, right? I was all at the combine a couple of years ago. I understand that, but that's what he did coming out. Quadri Allison, those same one. 45840 so just slightly slower than Derrick Henry. He had a 116.3 speed score or excuse me, the, we need I need to flip flop uh the Derrick Henry. The speed score for Derrick Henry, excuse me, was 116.3. The one, the speed score for uh for All Allison is 103.6 and then the bench reps for Quadri were at 19. So he he was slightly below when you're looking at a guy and metrics. He's very comparable. Now, again, it's hard to say that because Derrick Henry is one of the most electrifying running backs that we've seen in, uh, in the NFL and we have right now in the NFL. But you're just talking from a build standpoint. This guy on Atlanta is the most comparable to a guy like Derrick Henry. So I expect him to get goal line. I expect him to get short yardage. And he has that home run hitting ability because he's used to that zone blocking scheme, which is like a one cut system you make the quick read and go and he has the burners to to make that happen so he's going to be a guy i'm watching heavily this weekend i want to see what he does in the preseason but all of that has you know slowly been gaining momentum and a tweet just came out this morning that was saying quadri is now uh kind of supplanted himself as that number two running back behind mike davis if he shows up and shows out as he continues to do throughout camp Expect him that he could be the lead dog in this Atlanta uh, rushing attack. I love this call because really what we're trying to do here with five deep sleepers, Johnny, is like there's only X amount of players. You know, you're going to get all these sleepers that come out. But really, this is a this is a contrarian take. Not a lot of people are banging the drum for Allison right now. But what that does for Whisper Nation, it says, look, when you're at the last bit of your draft, the last two rounds and you need a little bit of running back depth and and that's a lottery ticket that could maybe shoot you up upside wise because something happens to Mike Davis. And why not? He's an older journeyman running back that, you know, easily has taken a lot of miles on himself and like easily could get hurt and no offense to Mike Davis we think he's a great value himself but should something happen to Mike Davis you've got a guy in Quadrillison and look I like Javian Hawkins I took him in our dynasty league but he's a scat back he's a you know he's a pass catching back he's a he's an elusive guy out of the backfield Allison's going to be that pounder that guy that they get into the red zone uh, and punch it in with and remember this team Todd Gurley was an RB2 last year based on touchdowns alone this team will get to the red zone if all things go the way they should. And so that's a valuable position to have. And I think Allison's a great call here. Um, and he's undrafted right now. So the deepest of our sleepers for sure. Giovanni Bernard is my sleeper. One of my sleepers today. We're going to talk about him in the 12th round. 1208 is RB55. Look, everybody wants to talk about it. I think it can get to be a lazy narrative here to talk about him being the James White to uh, Tom Brady, but we know that Brady went out and asked to go get Giovanni Bernard. We know that Bernard is not washed up. He showed out really well in uh, stead when Mixon was out last year. We know that he's got the ability to fill in to be the all-around back if he needs to, but really has excelled as the pass catcher in the last few years. Tampa Bay led the league last year in running running back drops, so that's why you see Brady and Arians go out and get a Giovanni Bernard. If you look at um, James White's production with Brady in three of his last four seasons with Tom Brady, James White finished as the as a top 26 PPR running back. Uh, 
he finishes the RB18, the RB6, the RB37. That was the down year. And then the RB26 in that order uh, going backwards. So 60 or more catches in three of those four final four seasons with Brady. That's a great number you like to see, especially in PPR formats. Since entering the league, Gio has averaged 57 targets and 43 catches. So it's well within his wheelhouse to get to that James White role, especially in this offense where we know they're going to be all over the place. Um, if Gio earns that trust of Brady because he's not dropping footballs, we know Brady hates that. We know Arians hates that. And something sh- should something happen, Johnny, to a Leonard Fournette or to a uh, Ronald Jones, Gio is a guy that's filled in, not just as a pass catcher, but as an all-around back in Cincinnati. So look out. Uh, I think Bernard's getting slept on a little bit as the RB55 off the board. I think he's a guy to keep an eye on uh, as a deep sleeper for running backs. Especially in PPR leagues, you know, we we, we saw what James White did uh, with Tom Brady so many years. I, I do like this as a, as a late guy, if you're in PPR especially, you know, people keep taking your dart throws or or you need something just from, uh, you know, potential flyer. I think that you're right on this. All right, Johnny, our third uh, deep sleeper at the running back position is a guy that you cannot quit. Once again, Johnny, Whisper Nation is going to hear you talk about the one, the only Rashad Penny right now, Rashad Penny coming off the in the 11th round at the 1105 is the RB 50 off the board. What say you, Johnny? State your case for why we should even look at Penny again. I I just can't let him go. He's like, yeah. you know, it's like if he's Jack and I'm Rose, like I I just refuse to let him, you know, release him into the ocean, yeah. even though it's it's done. So it could be anyway. I, I still am holding out hope that there's going to be a boat that comes and saves us both. That's what I'm hoping uh, because everything. This is listen, pure speculation here. You know, I can't give you. I can't give you very good stats off of Penny. He hasn't been on the field. He hasn't been on the field, right? But I, what I, the limited amount of snaps <laughs> that he has had is is decently impressive. He averaged, you know, five point six nine yards per carry, uh, one year, and then uh, four point nine three yards per carry. But that was only on a total of you know one hundred and forty touches. So, and over two year span. So, can you really bank on all of that? No, not necessarily. But uh, there are a couple of things that I do want to point out, you know, out of out of camp. He you know, he came back into training camp much slimmer, probably the healthiest he's ever been as far as, uh, you know, body weight and things like that. He still is dealing with some some, um, you know, minor issues, minor things to get him on the field for a full time. So it's definitely I'm not telling you you have to go out and get Penny like I would tell you go out and get Quadri Allison. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't go that far. But don't be surprised if, you know, if if he- if he can stay healthy, he is a good running back because we we know that he was a first round pedigree. We know the talent that we saw in college. He just hasn't been able to stay on the field in order to put that together. Sometimes we see that from players more often not uh, than not. It doesn't pan out. But again, Rashad Penny is coming off so incredibly late. And if you can just change your your fortunes by landing on one of these running backs and and he ends up being, you know, a, a top 24 running back for you or at least a flex play from time to time, then it really ends up benefiting your team. And the other thing that we do know is the guy in front of him, Chris Carson's not the most, bill, you know, injury uh, bill of health there. And yeah. you know that this offense runs the ball a lot. So uh, he should be utilized if he ends up suiting up and ends up playing then I think that he could be uh, make some some people happy. Yeah, and that's the point here. Like, we're not trying to tell you guys these are world-beater running backs. We're saying we're trying to 
carve the path to success, the the range of outcomes that these guys actually have, because there's a point in every draft, and we all know it, where it starts to get real dark and scary, where the running back well dries up, and you're wondering, like, how am I going to get guys that can score me points middle to late in the year? Um, and these are the guys that you can kind of get your lottery ticket and place it on is a guy like Rashad Penny, who, if he took over and could stay healthy, is, is electric. And we'll talk about more guys that can do that as well. But first, Whisper Nation, we want to let you know we're nothing without your unwavering support. And we're so proud of this community we've built together. If you feel it upon your heart to help us continue to grow the family and chase this dream, consider joining us over on Patreon.com. You can show your support at the 5 and $10 levels. Our benefits include access to exclusive Discord channels, entries to sports card giveaways, increased odds for landing a couple more spots in that listener league, so make sure you sign up, and bonus fantasy content that is available only to our Patreons. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Fantasy Whispers today and join the nation. Johnny, my the fourth guy on our list and, and one of my favorite guys that I've been trying to talk a little bit about all year, uh, all offseason, is Ramondre Stevenson. All day, as they like to call him, Ramondre, or I'm calling him that. He is currently at ADP, not drafted, uh, and we talked about it earlier. We, you know, uh, Easy brought it up. He thinks that he could be overdrafted because last night he just went ballistic. Stevenson rushed 10 times for 127 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he wasn't targeted in the passing game, but that all of that was mostly on a 91-yard scamper that he went down the field and scored on. Uh, this guy just showed some real burst, and I get it. The, the knock is going to be like, look, this was against third and fourth string guys, but that doesn't matter. Like, let's look at the past, what we've seen. When a guy makes a big play in the preseason, it gives us an idea that like, oh, they plan to use him or they will plan to use him a little bit more because he made that big play. I just think back, Johnny, to Alvin Kamara, who nobody gave the light of day. They had Mark Ingram. They had Adrian Peterson on the Saints roster. And Alvin Kamara returned a punt for a touchdown in the preseason. And that is the reason why you and I started talking about Alvin Kamara that year. And what happened? Alvin Kamara went ballistic when he finally got the opportunity. Ramondre Stevenson's upside is there. We saw it. he could be the hammer for this offense, this offense that did a bunch of things to retool itself to be bully ball, to be a run heavy style offense. And if it goes to Mac Jones, I like it even better because Cam Newton won't be poaching a bunch of touchdowns. You look at what he is. I mean, he's just a bigger back that, uh, you know, six foot uh, even 230 pounds. He doesn't have huge athletic metrics, but we saw it last night. He can play football, and that's what matters. If you're a big guy in this offense with those kind of that line and those tight ends, and obviously uh, Hunter Henry hurt, but the the way they want to run the football and 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 run this offense through the run game, you know, yes, Damian Harris is a value. We love Damian Harris. You should be drafting him as well. But don't sleep on Ramondre Stevenson by season end being a guy that's going to you know potentially win you leagues or potentially win you weeks. Yeah, he's a he's a guy that, you know, wasn't very touted coming out of uh, high school. And so he went to community college. And then what we saw is coming out of community college, he went to Oklahoma and he was a three star recruit going into Oklahoma, which so significant increase in value there. Right. And then you're talking about going to Oklahoma University, which is one of the bigger universities for running backs. They produce solid running backs in the NFL, which is why, you know, I was very interested to see where he went in the draft. I was excited for him. And then going to New England, it was like, ah, you know, but again, this is a guy we know the system. They know we know they want to run the ball quite a quite a lot. And if anything happens, you know, to uh, the any of the potential 
starters, he could walk into a nice, healthy volume. I mean, the same reasons that we like Damian Harris, we need to be liking Ramondre Stevenson. The fact that the pa- the Patriots have been top 10 in not only uh, rushing attempts, but goal line attempts from yeah. you know, as, a, as a running back, like that's the stuff you want in here. You look at his ability to cut, his ability, uh, that in-game sense. They've, they've compared him to Eddie Lacy as a runner, not as an eater, thank God. Uh, but he has that start-stop strength. So he's a guy I'm keeping an eye on. I drafted him in Dynasty. I like him as a late-round pick right now being undrafted i'm sure after that preseason game going to spike up in adp but as long as he stays around that rb50 rb45 range i still think it's well worth it to invest in a ramondre stevenson and see what happens with that backfield because nothing is guaranteed especially if a guy is making plays like stevenson made in preseason last night if you like the plays we're making right now on this on this stream please head on over to the youtube channel hit like and subscribe on this and our other videos and help us grow the channel we would greatly appreciate it. And Johnny, it's time to give us the fifth and final running back deep sleeper. Your boy, Jarek McKinnon of the Kansas City Chiefs. We know you hate CEH, but this is this is a, this is a big take here. Uh, taken as McKinnon as as your uh, as your deep sleeper. No, he's going off in the fifteenth round, RB sixty nine. Nice. So, how do we feel uh, about Jarek McKinnon and his outlook here? I I really. I, to say that I really like him, it would be kind of uh, oh, I'm getting a little glitchy here um, to, to say that I like him is because of when I break down this market share and I look at what this team generally does. That's why I, I, I do believe that there is a potential role that's going to be carved out for Jarek McKinnon this year and why I do think that people should really look at where he picking him up earlier before he really pops off. We really, we do know that he has the talent, right? We, we've never questioned the talent. It's always been there. The spark score, um, the, the, when we see him on the field, he produces it's, can he stay healthy enough to stay on the field? Can he stay healthy enough to keep producing? And I mean, that's a, a common theme amongst some of these guys and sure. Is it worth the gamble or is it a gamble? Yes, it is. But in our opinion, in my opinion, it's going to be worth it because this is, there's a couple things here that I want to point out. You had uh, last week come out, Jarrett McKinnon was moving up the depth chart because they're, they're, what is he's in third third year now um wasn't he he's out with COVID so it gave Jarrett McKinnon an opportunity to start moving up the depth chart which he did and then what what's nice is McKinnon has mixed in this is what I'm going to read this off of a, a a page here McKinnon has mixed in with the first team offense during the first few practices at camp per Nate Taylor of the athletic on Friday, Pat Mahomes spoke glowingly of McKinnon calling him quote unquote, a playmaker that will be a big part of the offense. So you start to see that, right? You, again, you want to see that drum beat start going. And then once you get that drum beat, then you start looking at other areas of what potentially could happen or what, what are you looking for in this offense? The thing that I really want to make note of is when you're looking at this specific uh, offense for Kansas City, their number one running back, yes, will CEH be the number one? Yes, he will. Do I project him to lose the job to Jarrett McKinnon? I don't. I don't I don't project that. But when you look at the past history, the average RB1 for uh, of Andy Reid-led offense gets about 43% of the rushing share, and they'll see about 8 to 10% of the target market share there. Very healthy. Okay. Like, you know, that gets it. 
but their number two running back, which as of right now, Jarrett McKinnon is not that, but I'm kind of forecasting that, that he will be, because I do think he's better than Daryl Williams. The number two, oftentimes we'll see about 15 to 20% of the rushing share there, and they'll get an additional 8%, 6 to 8% of the target market share. You're talking about a guy who will be used in the red zone as well because he is a very good pass catcher. You could probably even see CEH and Jerk McKinnon on the field at the same time. And so when you're talking uh, Pat Mahomes-led offense, you're talking a guy who, you know, the quarterback's coming out and saying that they, they plan on using him. Now, will it be a quote-unquote significant amount? Well, I mean, if you think that those shares that I just told you was a significant amount, then you should be more invested in Jarek McKinnon, especially because, like we said, he is a free dart throw. He's not costing you anything. If it doesn't, you know, you watch week one and it doesn't pan out, you could certainly drop him. But again, I'm not projecting him to be the starter in this offense, but I am projecting him to be that RB2 in this offense, and that RB2 leads to a nice little carve of production potentially. And then if anything does happen to CEH, you're talking about absolute league winner because he'll get you know instantly that RB1 because uh, I don't believe they would, they'll hand it to Daryl Williams. McKinnon is just an enticing player. He has been since he came in. He had huge spark scores. He was a guy that we thought could really just dominate uh, if he got the opportunity. He just has not been able to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. San Fran was an intriguing prospect last year, and he showed flashes of it, but once again, could not stay on the field. Let's see if he can again this year, but at practically free, Johnny, we'll take Jarek McKinnon there. Um, and we'll take him as a last round pick and you'll know within the week two or three, probably if he's the backup running back and if you got to cut ties or you could stash him and hope that, you know, uh, uh, not hope, but if injuries happen, hope that you've got the guy that's next up on the list. So mm -hmm. I like the McKinnon call. I think it's great. If you liked those, these calls uh, on our deep sleepers, please give us a like or a thumbs up, whatever platform you're on and hit us with a subscribe over on YouTube. We're trying to climb up past that 1700, work our way to 2000 subscribers. We can't do it without you. Whisper nation. We appreciate you. Uh, Johnny, you got anything else for whisper nation? Any last words here? No, just have a, a great weekend. Be safe. Friday the 13th. Watch, watch, I don't know, maybe watch some Halloween or something. Get a little, get a good, you know, scary movie going on tonight. I don't know. I'm not even a uh, big fan of scary movies anymore. I used to be, but I don't know. I feel like you well, just a lot kinda... of times these tattoo joints will give you a deal yeah, on, that's tattoo the on Friday the 13th. So maybe go I, try I... and check that out if you're into getting some ink. Uh, for Johnny Game Time Hicks, I'm Big Travi. We're the Fantasy Whispers. And we're out. Peace. Go get yourself a draft kit. Right here. All right. So we've got listener league uh, spots to give away. We got two more. Yeah. Left, right. We got two more spots to give away. This is the show after the show, by the way. We should probably yeah. mention hey, I'm that. I'm wondering if we don't do. Remember that intro we used to do? It was like the longer intro. Oh, uh, yeah. We, could. we should do that as the back end of this. That's not and a then, bad idea. Yeah, I know. That's I don't have any bad ideas. So oh, that's what that's I just that's you know. debatable. That's yeah. debatable. But yeah, so if you guys are sticking around, we're gonna be giving away a couple more spots in our listener league. Otherwise, thank you so much for watching. Appreciate you subscribing and checking us out. Um so, so these we got are, the Patreon wheel rocking and rolling here. Yeah, I'm getting it set up right now. Uh, because we have a couple of people that are already in the Patreon league or that have gotten in to the Patreon league. Yeah, already. so we'll so have I had to, Death I by had Rona, to... Jacob Blay, um, 
I don't know who else is in there. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, All that's right. it. Yeah. And yeah, so I just making. I think I just deleted one. Oh, I I did. Uh, okay. So let me get this up here, and then we will get into into the giveaway. Into the giveaway. Yeah, that's what it becomes when we uh, go off script, guys. That's what we start singing to you. So thanks for sticking around to the Fancy Whispers uh, American Idol channel. So make sure you check it out. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, so, what was his name? William William Hun. Oh, yeah, yeah. She bang, she bang. Ooh, baby. And she moves. She moves. <laughs> All right. I got this. We got two got spots to give seven. away here, so let's do this thing. Here we go. And that wheel is it's a yeah, slow wheel. What's going on over it there? Is a, it's a, it is a slow wheel. Hold on. I got to adjust this. There we go. There we go. All right. We're going to spin this wheel. We got two names. We got two names. Also, the drawing, the drawing or the 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 game time draft matic episode and airing of the picks will be on Sunday. So make sure you tune in on Sunday. I'll be going live for that. Live. We are live. Uh, so I'll be doing that Sunday at noon uh, p- Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time. So tune in. That'll be fun. We'll be doing the draft picks for this. Uh, and then the draft will be August 22nd, Travis. So basically nice. two weeks from two weeks and two days, uh, two weeks from Sunday anyway. August 22nd. Uh, or, or excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. A week from this Sunday. It will be a week from this Sunday. will be the live draft and we'll also be streaming that, but not. And I got our... some drafts coming up. I need to get a draft kit and figure out what the hell I'm going to do. Yeah, and remember, that's... this team is a 14-team Superflex, right, Johnny? 14-team yes. Superflex PPR. You've got two wide receivers, two running backs, a quarterback, obviously the Superflex quarterback, the f- and an additional flex, tight end, kicker, defense, special team. This, this league's going to be tough, so it's a good thing yeah. you're watching the Deep Sleeper episode because you might need a few of these, as Johnny needed the deepest sleepers he could get last year when he... Oh, I got I to gotta team up with him and... and it was ri- I was riddled with injuries. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna All hit right. this. Let's do I'm this. It. This is for the first person. First of two spots here. Carl. Carl Smith. Carl, come on down, dude. Welcome Carl has been. League. Yeah, man. Dude, Carl has been killing it on uh, these. Dude, he's uh, been getting uh, the giveaways. He's yeah. Dude. This is what you do, man. This is how we try to show you some love. So make sure you're hitting us up on Patreon and come on over. You'll be part of this love fest. And then the last name here, the last person to get into this year's list. No more. This is it. No more for this year. Here we go. Here we go. We should have done a drum roll. We also need to get some some volume here. Some some exciting volume. Oh, Doug. Doug 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 Steinberth. All right, Doug. Fine. Welcome in, Doug and Carl. To hit you up on Patreon. Welcome in. You guys will now get an opportunity to get dominated by me and Johnny in in the Wiz Listener League because this year we're bringing it home. Jay Blizzy about to get you your championship trophy mailed out uh, this week. It'll be engraved and all the stuff you need on that. And then 
it's time to defend that thing if you think you can do it because you're still in there. So yeah. just a reminder, we've got two TFW spots. Uh, the crew over here at TFW will be taking two spots, uh, kind of some shared teams there. We've got our former champion, Jay Blizzy. Uh, we've got Cat's Pajamas, Easy Daddy, Troy Rofi. We've got our boy Zare over from PFF and Dynasty Nerds, Alex Strofe. You know, he had to come back and try and win some honor back from Johnny. Yeah. We'll see what happens with their bet here. MF Cowboy is in here. Donnie, uh, the Donflict, as he's known by. He was trying and trying, but he finally got in. Team Death by Rona. That might be our guy Scott and his son in there. I'm not sure yeah. how we're going to do that. Jacob yeah. Blay, obviously number one fan, got himself in there. Uh, Carl Smith and Doug Steinbart. So thank you all. Thank you all to... Uh, who subscribe over on Patreon and, and get into this dra raffle. Thanks for all of you that subscribe everywhere and, and get in on this. That's how you won, won your spots. And next year we'll look to fill this thing up again, maybe have a secondary uh, league because of it's just been so popular. So for Johnny game time Hicks, I'm big Travi and we're the fancy whispers. We're out. Peace. Have a great week. Right here. Hey, you made it to the end of the video. If you like what you saw, go ahead and click subscribe. And if you want to watch more fantasy football content, check out one of these videos.